Hello, this is Roy Lilly. The first episode, a litany of lazy tropes about the NHS being a religion. A series of programme segments telling us what's wrong with the NHS and how it could all be better. The first featured journalist Camilla Cavendish, the great know-everything guru and mates with David Cameron, plus Alan Johnson and Ken Clark telling how difficult everything was. What am I talking about? Doomwatch, you know, the BBC Today programme. They're late on the bandwagon. The media are all saying the NHS isn't working. We have to change it. So let's have a look at the options. Introduce more competition. That was Thatcher's internal market. It pushed up the cost and had no impact on choice because if you're sick, you'll want the local GP you know and trust and be treated in the hospital nearest to you so your mum can bring some grapes. During that period, referral patterns hardly changed. Tony Blair and the Machiavellian Alan Milburn came along and expanded the market to include the private sector. Costs went up again as the bureaucracy to make it work burgeoned. There was no demonstrable improvement in the quality of care and no reduction in costs. The private sector just pinched NHS people. The lawyers did well. When the likes of Virgin Care lost a contract, they headed for the High Court. And Who, in their right mind, wants to lay on an operating table knowing that their wobbly bits are about to be cut about by the person who bid the least to do the job? If they cut corners, it might be your corner. How about making more use of the private sector? Well, 60% of the private sector activity is focused in the London area. That's where the money is. It's boutique. They only have about 800 operating theatres and most don't have an ITU and if something goes wrong, they dial 999 for an ambulance to take you to a proper hospital and right now, you might wait over 11 hours. All their staff have been trained in the NHS. They pay no premium to reimburse the taxpayer for this freebie. Almost all of their surgeons and anaesthetists have a full-time job in the NHS. They moonlight evenings and weekends doing private pay-for-the-school-fees jobs. How about break up the NHS? Well, David Cameron, probably egged on by Cavendish, stood back and watched Andrew Lansley drag the NHS into a la-la land of disaggregation and fragmentation. His wrecking ball destroyed all the institutions. Costs soared, bureaucracy grew like Japanese knotweed. The management interfaces had more joins than crazy paving. We're still trying to fix it. Too much management. Can we cut management? Well, there are about 35,000 managers employed in the English NHS, about a third of what I'd call hybrids, clinicians with a frontline job and a management role. In an organisation of 1.4 million, that's less than 3% of the workforce. In the wider UK, in the economy as a whole, managers make up around 9.5% of the workforce, so you be the judge. Improved productivity? Well, since 2010, NHS productivity has grown at an average annual rate of 1.5%. In the UK economy as a whole, it's grown 0.4%. More staff? Well, whatever the DH say, they're not training 50,000 more nurses. 18,000 might come from reducing the numbers of existing staff who leave prematurely. 
a chunk from overseas and the rest are in training. About 20% of newly trained nurses will leave in the first year. HMG have abandoned their unrealistic target to recruit 6,000 more GPs. Just a thought, there are 600,000 nurses on the nursing and midwifery register and only 300,000 work in the NHS. We could have some sort of conscription? Oh no, ouch. Look, I'm going to repeat myself. The NHS is in this predicament because following the banking crisis, the NHS endured a 10-year period of flatline funding, which has resulted in fewer beds, nurses, doctors, AHPs, kit and caboodle than almost any comparator healthcare system in the OECD or the EU. Now, I doubt the Today programme will be much interested, but the questions they should be asking is, where is the DH risk register? The demand analysis, a short and long-term recovery plan, a plan for social care and a workforce plan. Funding was spelled out in the autumn statement. What the NHS needs now is for all the smart addicts to shut up and to be given the time and space to get on with the job. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.